0: Right back to the calls with you guys in just a couple of minutes, but our weekly interview with Andrew Ferrens is brought to you by Dave's Top 5.com, an online directory of outstanding local business. If you're a local business, why use the Yellow Pages when you can be found on Dave's Top 5.com? And by Sullivan Brothers Toyota in Kingston and Sullivan Brothers Used Vehicle Outlet in Hanover. Andrew, it's Dale and Bob. How are you this morning?
1: Very good. How are you guys doing?
0: Good, Andrew. I was a little concerned. I read in the paper today you got the flu. You got, you're hurt. You have a temperature. You all right?
1: Yeah, I had a good, solid day in bed yesterday. But, uh, yeah, there's a little bug going around the house. So it's tough when you got kids in preschool, you know. They bring they bring uh, exotic diseases home.
0: And the last thing coaches want is for you to then bring those exotic diseases into your dressing room.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's not one of those things that you out and get everybody else sick with. So
0: Hey, did you stay up and watch uh, 24-7 on HBO last night? I did, yeah. Were you a little disappointed? Because I was disappointed. I thought there'd be more about your game on Saturday.
1: Uh, well, I don't know, maybe they have a a limit of curse words that they can, (laughs) but uh, uh, I don't think they wanted to highlight that too much, but uh, I I love that show. I just hope that we're never on it. Uh, I I love watching other teams, but uh, I don't think I would want them in our room.
0: Would, Would you be able to perform normally, to act normally with camera guys and microphones in your dressing room, on your bench, on your charter plane, all the places they seem to be?
1: No. Not at all. I mean, the filter that we'd have to put on our mouths the mm. stuff that comes out between guys and, and the inside jokes that we've had for the last uh, four or five years uh, between a lot of us, it, it would, uh, I don't know, it, 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 it couldn't be said out loud on TV. Uh, so it, it'd be tough. It'd be really tough.
2: Andrew, one of the most intriguing things about your team to me over the last two years has been the fact that you are actually a, statistically a better team away from home than home and and this w- can you possibly put your finger having had experience uh, elsewhere as to what it is that makes this team so good on the road
1: uh well the only thing you think of is uh you know really our, our game is based around kind of ugly well not I mean, it's, it's kind of ugly hockey it's tough it's uh, uh you know the fancier we get the worse we get um <laughs> you know so we really when we play simple and we uh uh you know do all the really simple hockey plays uh we're at our best, and, and sometimes that's easier on the road when, uh, you know, you don't have anxious home fans, you know, waiting for uh, a quick goal or, mm-hmm. or uh, um, you know. It, it's just uh, it's the only thing I can think of. But it's not like we've been horrible at home. so. Oh, no, no, no. The, you're, but, you're, you're,
2: uh, but just the idea that you're as good as you are at home. But right now you're 12-6-1 at home. You're 10-3 and 3 on the road, and it was a comparable split last year. Uh, I'm just – I think it's so commendable, and I just wondered, you know, if you, uh, you've identified one factor, there are always other road variables that the Bruins seem to overcome in a way that other teams don't.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think if it's one thing, it's keeping it simple. I mean, and, and you're really not trying to impress anybody on the road. You're really just uh, locking the other team down and, and playing, you know, the way we are good at, which is uh, you know, pounding and grinding and doing the same thing over and over again.
0: Hmm. The venerable Red Auerbach once said you can't coach height. Hmm. Can you coach or instill toughness in a hockey player or a team, or is that something you're either born with or you're not?
1: Uh, I think you can, but I think you have to do it early. Um, you know, I think that's what junior hockey's is for uh, when you're around, you know, 16 years old or uh, all the way up to 20. That's when I was in the WHO. Um, you learn a lot in those years uh, about, uh, about being tough and playing through things and, and uh, sticking up for teammates. You know all those little things. I think once you make the NHL, there might be a one or two year window, but you know with, with anything else, I think your uh, uh, your mold is pretty pretty cut by the time you're into your third, fourth year of, of, the, of the NHL at least.
0: Well, the reason I, I ask, that. yeah, well the reason I ask that is I've seen Bruins teams that weren't tough and didn't stick up for each other like this team obviously does, and I'm wondering how that how that came about. Was it just the right guys in the room at the right time? Was it management? Was it coaching? Was it inside each of the players involved? What happened?
1: Well, I think the one thing they've done here is uh, obviously Peter has done a good job of of getting the right personalities in the room because you can't have five guys on the team that are willing to do everything they can for the team and then have 15 that aren't, or 10 and 10, or whatever the split is. You you need every single guy to buy in,
0: or it just doesn't work. It really only
1: takes... um, you know two or three guys you know to, to drag down an entire team it really does it's amazing how how quickly especially you know in, in, in tough times uh a bad apple can uh just attract you know guys and and, and just bring the whole room down uh it, it happens quickly and and uh it's just like a poison so you know one thing that they've done good here is, is get rid of some of the guys that had that and, and bring guys in that weren't like that and and uh uh, that's essential, especially over the long term. I mean, for for as many years as a lot of us have been here, it's been a really great locker room. And, and uh, the season's too long to have, you know, fat apples and, and, and guys that don't stick up for you or guys that you can't, you know, look across at in the room and know that they're going to, you know, work their butt off every night for you.
2: Do you ever, uh, in the course of a game or, or practice, uh, see Chara do something and and say, I would just like to have that reach for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: I, I have tried to stick a couple of times in practice. Uh, he, he likes to joke around and gives me about three times as heavy as my stick. Hmm. Um, he's uh, he, He's got a real gift. You know, and the funny thing about Z is, is I've known him since I was, I think I was 17 years old. Played junior hockey against him and then he worked out in Edmonton where I did uh, in the summertime. And if you would have seen him when he first came over here to play junior hockey, you wouldn't have thought NHL. That, mm-hmm. would, have been the, that would have been the first thought in your head. He, uh, he wasn't the prettiest skater in the world, that's for sure. And, and so the thing with Z is a lot of people probably seeing him now uh, can think, wow, he's just, you know, his God-given ability of, of uh, you know, look at how big he is. Of course he's going to be a superstar. But this guy has worked so hard and, and come further than almost any other player that I've that I know in the NHL. You know, everybody improves, but mm. his level of, of improvement uh, blows uh, most guys out of the water, and he's done it uh, on his own. I mean, his work ethic is, I think, well-documented, and uh, um, he, he, uh, his, his success isn't, uh, isn't uh, uh, just God-given. He, he worked really hard. I,
0: I go back to that hit, and we showed it on Nesson, the, the little hit that he took in Columbus. And we slowed down, and, and we saw the way his leg bent. And all of us thought, uh-oh, this is going to be a while. And I do honestly think that the the primary reason he only missed two games is he is so fit, he is so unbelievably well-conditioned that he was able to withstand something that less fit players would have been able to withstand.
1: Uh, I think that plays a role. And, and he also grew up uh, close to Chernobyl, which we always remind him about. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He, he told us that he was eating five pound apples. Uh, as did, so. I don't know if that has something to do with.
0: It. He and, and and the other thing, and I've I've heard guys on your team say this. He's one of the few players that I think honestly scares other players in the league. I mean, he, I think he's an, a a truly scary kind of guy to play against.
1: Well, he's uh, it's funny. I mean, he's, he's extremely difficult, like just to obviously just pure defensive wise, um, but it, it's. In some ways, it's hard for him to, to body-check guys just because he's so much taller. He'd be hitting guys' heads all the time and he'd be in the box uh, the whole night. Mm. Um, but in front of the net, you know, clearing out bodies, um, I, I've only seen him get really mad a few times in fights, but when he does, it is mm. uh, uh, it is scary, for sure. He could, uh, he could do a lot of damage. Um, uh, he just, I mean, he's just, a, he's, he's just so much stronger than everybody else. It, it's plain and simple. I mean, I, I don't know if you... Uh, the best example is, I mean, training camp. I mean, he's, he's doing 30-some pull-ups, you know, at, at his weight mm. You know, compared to most guys, which are doing 15 or 16, and, and we're almost 100 pounds lighter. Uh, so, I mean, that just kind of goes to show you he's just brute strength and, and, uh, and size is just so much uh, so much greater than everybody else.
2: Have you ever had given you're coming off a cup and you're on a 19 one run more f- sheer fun playing hockey?
1: uh well you know obviously playoffs we're we're were more fun than it is right now you know i think that everybody's got a pretty good head on their shoulders this year and i think it's due to the fact that we did win last year i think if you were you know if we wouldn't have won last year and we were going on a run like this um i think you guys would be a lot more giddy and and Mm -hmm. patting ourselves on the back but i think when you go through you know a championship run you 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 really realize you know how meaningless the stuff in the in the regular season is you know all this is is Uh, prep work and and this is you know trying to reach our first goal of just making
2: ownership doesn't want to hear that
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know so keep this our secret (laughs) (laughs) you know but it's true it's like it's great you know it's entertaining and and it's uh but for players it's prep and it's 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 getting ready and and trying to prime ourselves and make sure that we're going in the right direction and and uh you know we're learning all our lessons but you know the first goal is to try to make the playoffs and and uh you know, so it's, uh, we're building towards and I think everybody's keeping, keeping a good head about it.
0: I understand completely that un- until the tournament is over, to use Bill Parcells' cliche, you don't know fully. But as I watch this team right now, I think you're a better team than the one that walked off the ice in Vancouver on June 15th. I think you're deeper. I think you're able to score better. You're more explosive. Power play is certainly way, way ahead of where it was on June 15th. Do you feel this team's better than the one that won in June?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's hard, it's it's hard to compare, but I think the one advantage we do have is, is the, is mentally, you know, just, like I said, learning, you know, what it takes and, and not having, um, you know, not having the Stanley Cup be like a, a fairy tale, you know, it's a reality to all of us now, and, and so that's, that's a huge advantage, you know, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, it's one thing to imagine what it takes to win, but it's another thing to know and, and to be there and, and go through it and then have a lot of the same guys um, in the locker room with you again to, to go after it again. So I think that's, that's the one huge advantage that we have over last year.
0: Players pay lip service to this notion that it doesn't matter who's in goal. We play just as hard. We feel we have just as good a chance to win. They don't always mean that. In, your, in, in the case of this team, does it really matter to you which guy's in goal?
1: Well, not uh, the two that we have. That's what I'm <laughs> it would, saying. Yeah. What if there's another guy? <laughs> but uh, we got two uh, amazing goalies. Really, uh, you know, we're spoiled uh, for sure, without a doubt. It's it's uh, it's great, and, and that's why the guys feel so you know felt so bad. You know, last year Kuka, you know, we're, we were struggling uh, over the last years to, to get him some wins, and and, uh, uh, and we felt awful because you know we'd play this great hockey, and then he'd go in net, and, and uh, we couldn't score goals for it for the guy, and, and, and so. Uh, uh, the guys felt really bad about that because you know he, he, uh, he he's a wonderful boy as well. Yeah,
0: I, I I have to ask this question because I I listen to Claude Julian and I and I watch him and he gets excited once in a while, but then I watch twenty four seven, and I listen to to John Tortorella. Is Claude Julian ever like that in the dressing room or on the bench?
1: My wife asked me that yesterday. <laughs> she was watching too. Um, I think every coach has you know has that uh, uh, that mode where they. Uh, you know just kind of lose it but i i uh you know quote's definitely one of the you know coaches that has done the least that i've that I've been with um you know and i think it's just uh you know the one the one greatest thing that a coach can have is is just honesty and uh you know I think guys say that with Tortorella, that you know he's like that he's honest but everybody handles it differently um you know I think quote is honest but he uh you know he can he can just tell you he doesn't have to you know lace it together with uh uh, you know all the swears and, and yelling and, and you know all that stuff. You know you can get his message across in different ways, but um, there's definitely been games where we've uh, you know pushed him over the edge for sure. I uh,
0: I hope that uh, you, you have a nice holiday. It's unfortunately not a long holiday break. Now this is kind of home for you most of the time anyway. Will you be going anywhere after the game on Friday?
1: No, no, we stay here in Boston. We've got uh, um, a bit of a tradition. I think this is the fourth year. Uh, my my family and I we go to. In and and uh, you know help you know do some decorating cookies and stuff like that there and then we do uh, Boston Pops we get the afternoon show with the kids oh, and, and uh, uh, you know Christmas Eve we church and all that stuff so yeah this is, we got our traditions here in Boston so this is, uh, we're here for good this is actually one of the longer breaks we get in uh, my whole career I think we get a whole three days off so
0: and then head out on the road for a few days
1: yeah yeah off to Phoenix and Dallas for uh, for New Year's.
0: Best of luck to you tomorrow night. Thanks for taking a few minutes, and Merry Christmas to you and your family.
1: All right. Thanks a lot, guys. You're right back at you.
0: Thanks, Andrew. Take care. That is uh, Bruins defenseman Andrew Ference. as we say goodbye to Nesson. Why am I not surprised that Andrew Ference and his family go yeah. to the Pine Street yeah, and help out uh, as part of their Christmas tradition? Why am I not surprised? Interesting. Uh, I'm not.
2: Very interesting guy.
0: Uh, he's a fascinating guy to talk to. Interesting
2: and... guy. I learned you know I learned that, you know, with my limited exposure to the team last year in the playoffs, one of the things I got a sense of was oh, this is not the ordinary, you know, standard issue jock. Interesting guy.
0: And the point that I made even last year, uh, as I was watching the team play, Sean Farnton has the well deserved reputation of being the big brother. You know, he's the defender, he's the guy who's always got your back. And yet every time it seemed that a Bruin took a cheap shot. Andrew Ferrence was the first guy in, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this was going on all of last year. So I wasn't a bit surprised when they were handing out letters to be put on sweaters that he was one of the guys who got one of those letters because I think he has that reputation yeah. within the dressing room as well. Good. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll get back to the calls with you guys. We've still got an hour to go. It's uh, Dale Arnold, Bob Ryan. Greg Murphy's back there somewhere. We sort of shut him back into a room. There he is. He's still there. Uh, we'll get back with him as well and to your calls here on Sports Radio WEEI.